Welcome to another episode of the Global's podcast series. So, now, welcome on stage, dear Esther, co-CEO and CMO from Quarters, one of the most successful co-living uh, companies in the market in the US and Europe, recently announced. So we're <laughs> super happy to come aboard. Esther, the stage is yours. Hi. Hi, guys. Um, so, as uh, Aria just said, I just joined Quarters. Um, uh, started in August while I've been engaging with the guys over there for the past couple of weeks. I've only just uh, taken on the role as co-CEO and CMO. Before that, I worked for the BMW group, completely different area. I was the head of strategy and innovation at Mini, and I also led the global marketing there for a while. And uh, I was responsible there for the relaunch of the brand, for um, building out new strategies such as uh, mobility and uh, selling cars as click and buy rather than configuring the entire car. So I reinvented the way we sell cars, the way we see ourselves as a brand. And as part of that exercise, we also built out new ventures for the mini group that included a co-living brand called Mini Living. We started to build that in China and a design center, we invested in startups. So I got really excited about this urban innovation space. And then Quarters approached me and gave me the opportunity to join the biggest brand in the space for co-living that really made a dent in the way people live in cities today. And I got really tempted and decided to make the jump. And so, um, yeah, this is uh, my first appearance <laughs> for the brand today. So to me, there's also a novelty. Uh, I brought you a few slides that we've just built um, to for conversations that we're currently having with landlords. I thought this is quite um, a good look into how we present ourselves right now. But maybe a few words about what I saw in, in co-living. To me, you know, I've worked on the way people get from A to B. I got very, very excited about the fact that, you know, we might also have a hand in how people live in cities uh, and you know how they find housing how they create community how they come together with others and i felt that was just a way more relevant mission than getting people into a car which is why i wanted to do this but that that said i also really come with the um expectation the aspiration to redefine how we get together in buildings how we design buildings how we create community and how we turn living and renting into something that's you know more of this day than you know it has been for the past uh, hundreds of years and where you find a place you stay stuck where you are you're isolated in your four walls and so breaking this up is an important mission to me so quickly looking at just a few slides where uh, is Quora today how do we present ourselves we um, if you have a building and you want to work with us, we will tell you that we can increase your NOI by 10% minimum and more likely anywhere between 10 and 40%. We are Co-Living's premier operator. We're the most experienced team in the space. So we've started operating in 2012, so we've gained quite some experience. We are truly global. So today we have about 3,000 beds in Europe and the United States. So here in Europe, we're in the Netherlands and uh, foremost in Germany. And we have had about 15,000 members to date. And so, you know, these guys that have stayed with us for on average nine months per stint have taught us a lot about how to be 
really hospitable and have these guys excited, which has led to a strong occupancy. So historically, we've seen rates of 95%. We are currently up at 86 again, although the pandemic obviously also had some impact on us. We just saw that, you know, we are residential. We give people a home rather than having them stay for a holiday. And so we've been way less impacted than people around us. So I think we can say we fed pretty well. And customers love us. So the Google reviews to us are really important for me as a brand person. This is something that made me decide on the brand. So customer experience is great. And we actually are on the way of becoming a brand rather than just a player in the space that people seek out. And then for landlords that we work with, we have a turnkey solution that we offer. We come and do your in-house, you know, all, all of your tasks basically in-house with design, the tech solutions and operations that we lead. So um, we're a one-stop shop, if you will. And so what we're doing for landlords is we design your buildings uh, and part of obviously the, the upside in what we create comes from um, really good layouts, um, going in and doing co-living, which is you know the general idea here. So a flat share just brings you more revenue and we look at that in a second, um, while at the same time creating more affordable spaces for tenants, which is a mission I'm passionate about. I think we do want to be out there and say we're on the on the side of offering people something that they desperately need and solving solving issues. Flexibility to us means that you know lease terms can be as short as three months. People appreciate that option, although we see them coming in and staying longer. As I said, nine months is average, so people stay beyond a year as well. Community to us is key. Um, it always has been physical. It now also became much more virtual during COVID. It's something that people took up well, so we continue doing that while pushing everything into our technology solutions. So we have tech behind everything we do along the value chain from leasing to building access, um, et cetera. But we also have a members app that we are excited about that I'm personally excited about because that, that is you know, something I'm quite good at, uh, I would say, as you know, former CMO of a company that prided itself in, in that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm now at, uh, at quarters also taking on uh, the tech department and joining that with marketing is something I find particularly empowering. Um, and then the all-inclusive bill, like really making sure that everything you offer can be just click and bought uh, via the app is something that I think has a lot of potential with way more added, value-added services that we can run. Um, and, yeah, so everything should be plug-and-play both for the landlord and for members moving in. So really quickly, this is the basic logic of co-living, right? You have a conventional floor plan that's a one-bedroom apartment, and then you convert it with a co-living uh, solution, and you have two bedrooms. That alone increases your NOI. So this is like the super straightforward basic core of the business. But on top of that, you know, Quarters has by now added so much more by generating experiences and services that see you know, bring value to people that come to us as a brand and want to spend more on their apartment because they are connected to a community, they're connected to people that they want to get to know, they, you know, get an offer to have discounts with our partners. And basically what we have created is the perfect spot to land in when you are the Gen Z or, you know, millennial kind of person that we have dealt with so far. Our customers are on average 27 years old. So these guys just want to fly into a place, 
have everything forced for themselves, um, don't want any hassle, and then have a lifestyle created around it, right? And this is something that we have based our business upon. The interesting part is that a lot of this is now becoming something that's not niche anymore. So the Gen Z with the, is the generation that doesn't want commitments that go too long. They want to be flexible. They want um, connections to others. They feel lonely and want you know community around them. And all of these things upon, you know, based upon, I'm not so sure, I don't know what's happening, I can't be committing, I feel isolated. That's literally the reality of people out there right now, both in Europe and the US and around the world that were impacted by the pandemic, found themselves isolated, found themselves not sure whether they'll have a job tomorrow, and realized that they need something more flexible and something that's more adapted to uh, uh, time where everything feels a bit appended. So we're actually looking at what's happening with Corona as something that turned our niche market into more of the norm, as crazy as that might sound. Um, the role of the landlord has changed. That's one of the quotes I wanted to bring to you from PwC um, from their latest report. Um, people want you to design, develop, and manage the space for them. They want you to provide amenities, experience, and help to create community. What that basically says is, that we see a trend in real estate overall that moves towards hospitality. So anything that was just residential, where you could go to a tenant and drop him the keys and not show up for the next 10 years, that is changing, right? I mean, I've read articles in the US that call it literally the amenities war, where people figure out how their, their residential building can offer more like a gym, a pool, a lounge, et cetera, but still, just because you have a lounge, that doesn't mean it brings life to the building. How do you create a place where people want to move because it feels like they are creating a life for themselves and they don't just get a key to a concrete box in a bigger concrete box? And I think we are there to solve that specific equation. Right? So we come with design expertise. We come with a proprietary tech that lets you into the building, connect it to others. We're pretty good in operation. Um, this is what we've um, basically excelled at over the past years and built our reputation upon. But then, you know, I think there is a lot we have started to do and are now ramping up in terms of community experience. And to me, like seeing what happened in Corona has taught me so much about what people are needing even more than they used to. Right. We were already feeling a bit isolated through all of our you know, tech flights. We were more on our cell phone than we were with our neighbors. But in after this period of enforced lockdown, people just want to figure out how they can come together and how they can live with others in a more meaningful way, how they can leverage a network of people. And to me, that is um, the most exciting thing that will come of Corona. It helps us double down on creating something that's even more convincing and to figure out how even more people can become a member at quarters going beyond the buildings we have in residential spaces and potentially going into commercial spaces. That's something we're looking at right now, looking at what's happening in the hotel sector and seeing whether there's an opportunity for us to convert, uh, whether sh you know shorter stay businesses are interesting for us to now enter as a combination of what we currently have and really create something that caters to everybody's feeling of commitment and um, you know commitment down and community up. Very good. <laughs> Have we got some, some questions we have already for the audience? I mean, we have prepared some questions as well to hear from the audience. Like, uh, wondering how you ever live in a co-living space? What well, I'm asking here, 
So we asked the audience, is, have you ever lived in a co-living space? And the answer are 80% no, 20% yes. Well, I would have to, I couldn't vote, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in almost all of ours in Berlin already. Can tell you it's a good idea. So we have another question. If you have to choose another European or a German city to live or work, in which one would it be? Amsterdam, Barcelona, London, Vienna, or now? Okay, some time, and the answers are 37% other, 25% Barcelona and Amsterdam, and 12% London. I think the others are with me. I wanted to move to Lisbon, but you know, <laughs> couldn't get quarters to move the headquarters. Not yet, okay. So, what are the, I think this is one very related to Flopas or Church. So, what is the biggest challenge when moving to Berlin? Was finding friends, finding a home, administration challenge, health insurance, ausländer behörde, tax, creating a work life balance. There we go. And exactly 50%, the bureaucracy is the number one yeah. challenge. The city registration, and I think we have somebody teaching about that. Yeah, okay. definitely about to solve that for everyone that moves in. Exactly. Um, the last two questions quickly. When looking for a new place to live, how important is the option and work for home? Option is essential, game changer, very important, not important. When looking for a new place to live, how important is the option and work for home? And we have also essential game changer, very important to have an option to work on. Yeah, that's so too. Yeah. And the last question. No, sorry, about three more. Do you think that COVID pandemic will change the possibility to work remotely in the long term? Yeah, that's an easy one, I guess. 87% yes. They see they will change the way that we're gonna work. If you personally have to invest money, 250,000 euros in the real estate market, you would buy an apartment house to yourself, buy an apartment house to rent out as an investment, buy a weekend home to escape the city on the weekend, or buy a holiday home to spend the holidays. <laughs> Very interesting question there. And? And the answer is? 62% will buy an apartment or house to rent as an investment. Uh, it's a different crowd. I was hoping somebody wants to share in a, a house with me in Brandenburg somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Great. I think we have an, uh, a small open question, Esther, and people ask me, uh, I saw in the chat that, uh, what is the difference with a VG? Ah, yeah. So, yeah, I think if you've ever lived in a VG, <laughs> uh, I have for sure many, many times in my life. Um, you know, it brings you the connection to people that you were seeking, and then it comes with very dirty kitchens. It comes with absolutely um, no um, view on privacy. Like the doors will be open whenever your roommates think they should be open, and uh, definitely no services, no cleaning, no none of that. And uh, it will you will be stuck with the three or four people that you moved in with, who in my case at least you might want to kill at some point. <laughs> um, and uh, 
so I think what you yeah, know what we're offering you is basically the best of what you thought you get out of flat share, which is you know not being alone with you know what you actually wanted, which was like be with a lot of great people in a place that you can still call your home and have some privacy in uh, that you know is actually as keen as you want it to be, and maybe even a bit more keen <laughs> than you thought it would be because we send in a cleaning person, and you know get all the services that you want on top because you've grown up. Perfect. Esther from Quarters Colliery. Thanks so much, John. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Global's podcast series. Music and production by Dirk Jacobs and 52 Degrees North Studio.